Let me entertain you. Hello, welcome to episode three of Let Me Entertain You, where I take you inside the minds of musical theatre. Marie's Crisis is the name of a piano bar in New York City that every musical theatre fan should know about. Marie's Crisis is world famous, known as the sing-along piano bar that only plays show tunes from stage and screen musicals, and you are encouraged to get involved and sing out loud. Two of their best piano players, Kenny Green and Adam Tilford, were recently in Australia for special performances in both Sydney and Melbourne. Not only are they pianists, Kenny Green is an actor, dancer, choreographer and director. Adam Tilford is an actor, music director and composer. Kenny and Adam are also life partners, having met each other 10 years ago at Marie's Crisis. With a jam-packed itinerary, I was able to catch up with them briefly before one of their Sydney shows. This is part one of Marie's Crisis podcast. Without further ado, my guests, Kenny Green and Adam Tilford from Marie's Crisis. Here we are, we're at the Oxford Hotel. We are here with the pianists themselves, Kenny Green and Adam Tilford, all the way from New York, Marie Crisis. Hello. Hello, how are you doing, Elizabeth? Hello. Hi, I am so glad you guys are back. I say home. We go way back. We go back, what, years when you guys turned up for the Spectrum Festival. We, we met you all there. You played for 10 days straight, and I can honestly tell you it was the best 10 days of my life. Oh, thank you so much. We enjoyed it. It was amazing. And both of our first time in Sydney. It was the uh, best 10 days of my life, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've, we've wanted you back since you played again the next year. And through Perseverance, we've got you here for this year. We had you last year as well for, at the Oxford Hotel. And I've just been told that you're down at the Melbourne Fringe and sold out that they've had to put on a third show. Yes, we um, Friday and Saturday are completely sold out. And we are now adding a third show on Sunday from 6 to 11. And we have to move to another venue that's going to be larger. You're kidding. Yep. Nope. Moving to a larger venue. So they un- uh, they didn't anticipate how popular it were? No. Um, actually, we sold out quite quickly and um, we had people uh, sending us messages in the States asking us how they can get tickets before we even arrived. Are you kidding me? No. It's crazy. So you actually have people from New York wanting to come to Australia to come and see you? Oh, no, 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 no. We had people from Australia who are messaging us in New York asking oh. us how to get tickets <laughs> before we even arrived. Oh my God, that's amazing. For people that have never been to New York, that's never been to Mary Crisis. Can you describe what venue is it? Well, um, the venue is basically um, it's a basement bar that's an old speakeasy, um, and it goes way back to Thomas Paine, which I'll let Adam take that over. Yeah, Adam. Thomas Paine was a, a revolutionary writer, sort of a, a loudmouth political 
head, a la Hamilton and the such of the time. Um, and uh, he died on the spot. He didn't die in the building, but he died on that site. And then a new building was erected and it became a speakeasy during Prohibition. Yeah, because I did a little bit of research on this. And one thing I found really interesting was, okay, I'm a big fan of Hamilton the musical. And Thomas Paine is actually mentioned in the song Skylar Sisters. Yes. Um, we have a plaque outside on the, on the in the brick where making us a landmark so we can't alter the appearance that's why we don't have real electricity there are fairy lights around the entire bar because we can't install electricity no no yeah dead serious um so there's unless there's like major money to go into it but our owners i don't think want to do that and it's actually quite lovely that we have this piece of history yeah that can't be touched or moved or gets to stay intact and just happens to be a piano bar for show tunes. <laughs> well, it is because uh, I'm, I've never been to New York myself, but apparently it's the last one of its kind in um, Greenwich. Is that right? Well, yes. There are other piano bars, but ours is the only non-amplified sing-along piano bar. So there's no microphones and it's you. You're the star. We just happen to be the pianists. Yeah, because it is show tunes. It's show tunes. It's songs for musicals. That's what you play. That's what you play to the crowd. Um, do you have a lot of people that you know that that's a niche market and people come I believe you've got fans well we do um, we have well now it's getting to the point where Thursday through Sunday we have lines around the door and um, and people are just waiting online for hours to come in and so it's hard to usher some people out to get the new people in but everybody just loves the show tune and they just stay there and I believe a lot of stars come Adam is that right we have our are regular celebrities that come in. Um, what's great about it is they don't get treated like celebrities. They just get to exist there and sing along as well. They get noticed, obviously, and they'll do pictures. But mostly, it's why we don't drop names a lot, because mostly it's an anonymous place for them to come and actually let go and not have to deal with their celebrity. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, it's also another reason why we don't have a website. We don't have a telephone. You can't. You can't reach us. Really? You, you kind of have to know where the bar is. Really? Or know somebody who knows where the bar is. Wow. It's really treated like a speakeasy. Well, I, no, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I mean, I, I Google a lot of things. I, you know, over the years you do, you sort of YouTube. Obviously, I think I saw um, Jimmy, Jimmy Fallon literally go all over, yes. <laughs> climb over a, a piano. Yes. Yeah. He did do that. And one of our celebrities that we're really proud of is Darren Chris, who was in Glee yes. and the Versace show recently. Yeah. Um, because he actually runs a festival in New York, everything called Elsie Fest, and which is a bunch of, it's sort of, what do we call it? Um... It's a, it's a big festival in the park with Broadway stars, and we do, Marie's Crisis does sing-alongs between those sets. So he's a, a family friend of ours now, sort of, we sort of say for the bar. Yeah, I saw that. There was actually a YouTube video where he brought Leah Solange over, and, and uh, she sang. Yes. Um, and, and he's, it's great. We're actually, Adam and myself, we're actually doing Elsie Fest this year. As soon as we get home, we have Elsie Fest in Central Park, October 7th. Wow. And Darren's headlining it again with a lot of Broadway stars. Now, I mean, can we go back to a little bit about you? Um, Adam, did you always play the piano? Did you play an instrument? Did you love musicals as a kid? Uh, I was the band nerd, so I grew up, you know, playing saxophone and learning woodwinds. I ended up going to college for acting. Um, I taught myself the piano in high school. I sort of myself, but I was a musician, so I read, so I understood how it worked, and I taught myself. I've never had an official piano lesson. I sort of just got it, though. And then, of course, I discovered show tunes as an actor and found that that also fit my hands really well to play, so now that's what I do. I can't believe that, because I think I've read you've almost played on at every cabaret um, 
place there is in New York and you've taught yourself the piano. You, you play extremely well. I've seen you. Uh, I like accompanying. I'm not going to play a sonata at Carnegie Hall. That's not my ministry. But I, will, I can accompany and transpose and follow a singer. It becomes, uh, you know, I think a song is a duet between a singer and a pianist, and that's where I feel my talent lies. So that's sort of why I do the club gigs as opposed to concerts or stuff like that. And how about you, Kenny? Did you, I mean, did you play an instrument as a child? Uh, I did. I played the piano as a child, and I played the trumpet. But I, w- I wanted to be an actor, and I actually took piano playing off my resume at one point in time. And after I did a couple national tours, and you know, I get older, a little heavier. My knees started creaking. I'm like, oh, guess what? I can play the piano. So, <laughs> so it kind of brought me back around to what I started doing. And um, do you both, I mean, do you play by, um, Adam, do you play by sight? Do you play by ear? Do you play with music? Do you have an iPad? Uh, I use an iPad for sheet music. Uh, I'm a music theory nerd, first and foremost. That's sort of how I learned the piano. Um, so I like to read. I'm not an, I can play by ear if I have to, but I have a thing about playing what the composer intended as opposed to what I hear sometimes um, as a composer. I respect that, so I like to read. I can transpose. I can do arrangements on site. We can play around, but I like to have what the writer wrote in front of me. And, and how about you, Kenny? Um, I'm the same way. Yeah. I, I'm, and it's just the creative side of me. If I'm working on a show as an actor, then I want to say the words that the author wrote. Mm. And so as a piano player, I want to play the notes that the composer intended. Yeah, because you've done a lot of shows and you've actually toured uh, regionally with a couple of things. I think you, didn't you uh, tour with Gladys Knight? I did. I toured with Gladys Night in Smokey Joe's Cafe, and um, just three weeks ago, I directed a production of Ain't Misbehaving that just closed. Oh, wow. And, and I think I read you were the soloist for Marlon Hamlish? I was. Before, most of, before Marvin Hamlish passed away, he had a concert in Florida, and I was one of his soloists, one of three soloists, and did a, a tribute to him, and he was actually at the piano. Wow. So that was really awesome. Oh, that must have been special. Do you, what did you sing? I sang um, I Can Do That from A Chorus Line and had to tap it, and when I got the job, I didn't know that he would actually be playing the piano. So I went to my first rehearsal, and there was Marvin Hamlish. And I was like, oh, no. Oh <laughs> I had no clue. <laughs> and he was just the kindest, nicest person in the world. And I was the only guy, so I got to share a dressing room with him. Yes. <laughs> Did he? Oh, wow. What was that like? It was amazing. Yeah. We kind of dished and talked. It was great. He's a lo- <laughs> he was a lovely human being. And, and did I read somewhere somewhere um, you were a featured dancer with Liza Minnelli and this um, uh, Joel uh, Gray yeah, and I was a tap dancer. Yeah, there was a group of us called uh, from Broadway Arts Productions, and there was a Kravis Center gala, and it was Joel Gray, Brian Stokes Mitchell, and Liza Minnelli, and Harold Blackwell, the opera singer, and we opened the show with a number from Forty Second Street, and I had a solo tap in it. Wow. I didn't know you could tap. I'm a tapper by trade. (laughs) (laughs) And you, Adam, I I didn't realize, but you actually compose. Yeah, even when I was getting my degree in acting, what I liked was the writing process of musical theater. So I took some classes in different cities and studied with different composers for Broadway, and so I write musicals as well. I wrote a show about two years ago, a new adaptation of Christmas Carol with uh, my writing partner that was nominated for an award in New York, uh, New York for Off-Broadway. I was just going to say, you were nominated for a New York Initiative Theatre Award. New York Innovative Theatre Award. It's a new award. It's only about three or four years old, but it's for the off-off-Broadway community for new works and, you know, revivals of uh, old works as well. Wow, I'm impressed. And are you vocal coach some um, people have now gone on to Broadway? Have I worked with them? Yeah, yeah I, I, was a, I was a vocal coach, too. In New York, in this business, you have to do a, you say yes to everything. So because I was a composer and I was an actor and a singer, I vocal coached, too. And a lot of my students have done Broadway gigs and national tours. 
Wow, that is amazing. And not to also um, take anything away from you, Kenny, you actually won a um, 2006 Mac Award nominee, is that right? And a um, 2016... I directed a show yeah. that the actor was nominated. I was not nominated. Okay. Yep. That's a sore subject. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get nominated, but he was nominated. No, I'm kidding. It was great. It was fantastic. And what's the 2016 Bistro Award winner for us Australians? And it is, it's sort of like the Mac Award, but it's a completely different group of people. And um, the gentleman's name is Matt DePasquale. I, I directed his cabaret show, and he actually won the Bistro Award before. Right. Well, going back to, obviously, Marie Crisis, you're here. You're playing um, two nights in Sydney. You're playing three nights, obviously, for the first time down in Melbourne. Um, like I said, Melbourne's putting on a third show. Any favourite songs you like to sing? Anything who... For this, obviously, it's an annual event. We we love you coming back every year. Both of you, you are stars in your own rights. You play piano, absolutely phenomenal. And one thing I love in particular is you are like a jukebox. You play, <laughs> the song stops, you take a breath, and all of a sudden we're in the introduction of another song. That's obviously got to keep every you know everyone's spirits up. Yeah, I mean, we every piano player at Marie's Crisis finds their own shtick to do. I hate to use the word shtick, but they find their own calling card. My calling card, I personally, I like to do lines of the musicals that I find funny and put them in before the beginning so people know what's coming up. Adam is great at telling jokes. Uh, like they, Everybody does something different. And I think that's what helps keeps it fresh and makes it fresh for us as well. I think Adam's on his 11th year. This is my 10th year at Marie's Crisis. So the songs don't change, but the people do. So we try to keep it fresh. Yeah, and do you have any favorite songs you like to play, Adam, after all of this repertoire? I actually steal a line from Kenny, who says, my favorite song is the song that you all will sing along to. Because um, I'm going to play no matter what song it is. So I love whatever song you're going to sing along to as a crowd is the song that I want to play. And, and you, Adam? Uh, that's it. I'm, I, exactly what Adam just said. My favorite song is the one that everybody's going to sing along to. So I will try to bounce back and forth between old musicals, newer musicals. I try to hit every corner so everybody gets to have a turn. And for those, um, you know, just finishing up, for those who have missed the opportunity this year but want to come and see you next year, what would you suggest? First time viewers, first time they love show tunes, they love musical. Kenny, what would you be your, your advice? I would say you have a year to brush up on your show tunes. <laughs> we have 74 years of Tony-nominated musicals and winners. You have a year to think about it and come with your heart full and your glass full and a smile on your heart. <laughs> and you, Adam? I would say, a line I say a lot is, uh, at Marie's Crisis, there's no stars, but everybody's the star. So come wanting to sing. Nobody's judging you on your voice. Nobody's judging you on the lyrics you know. Nobody's judging you on the type of musical you want. Come and sing your heart out for Broadway. <laughs> Wow. That's it. Well, guys, thank you so much for taking time out to talk to us. It's an absolute pleasure to have you in the country again. And if anyone has not been to Marie Crisis, go visit them in New York. The address, I think, is Grove Street. 59 Grove Street. 59 Grove Street. And you'll see Kenny Green and Adam Tilford. Thanks. Have thank a wonderful you. time in Australia. Thank, thank you. It really is a skill to do what they do. You have to be triple threat. You have to have impressive piano skills to play almost non-stop, have amazing people skills, and know how to lead a room and keep a crowd singing all night long. And Kenny and Adam do this with ease. And if you're in Sydney or Melbourne, look out for their return next year. And Elsie Fest in Central Park, New York.
This is part one of the Marie's Crisis podcast. I want to thank my guests, Kenny Green and Adam Tilford from Marie's Crisis. This has been Let Me Entertain You Inside the Minds of Musical Theatre. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Thanks for listening and please subscribe, share and tell your friends. And remember, go and see a show.